Hi, this is Raina G. Let's do a little holistic health with politics tonight. Uh, I had a water report come in from our local water utility showing all the different tests that they do or say that they do, which they don't, but, you know, um, and what's in the water. I wrote a book a long time ago called Forget the Cures, Find the Cause. It's book one, and it talks about the seven keys to health. One of those keys is water. People are drinking bottled water, which is acidic. They drink uh, toxic water. They bathe in toxic water. Um, I learned a long time ago, and I started doing research, oh, I think it was 1994 or something like that. I started doing research on water and looking for something that I could put in the home that would be like natural, like the earth cleans the water. And I found something. And I found a guy who was actually building these because he believed the same things I did. And I have that water system in my house. It cleans 770 chemicals plus out of the water. So I get this water report today and it's showing all the aluminum and chromium and lithium and everything else that's in the water supply in this little small town. Now we're not in a big city. The big cities are even worse. We're not even in a small town next to us that is supposedly on well water, and the well water is so polluted that it's causing cluster diseases. If you've never heard of that, it means a lot of people in one area get the same disease, whether it's Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS, or leukemia, or brain tumors up north. Um, my uncles all live in the same area, and they all died of brain tumors. That's not genetic. It had to do with cluster stuff and had to do with with nuclear waste that was in the same area. I actually worked for NYPIRG, the New York Public Interest Research Group, many years ago, I think I was 24 or something, trying to go around and tell people that all the, the waste dumps um, that were in the state were causing problems. We had something called Love Canal up near Niagara Falls, which killed a lot of people because of the waste, okay? Not just nuclear waste either. I mean, there's a lot of waste out there that just gets dumped and and people think it just disappears, and it doesn't. I'm not an environmentalist, you know, activist weirdo like some of these people, like AOC or anything like that, but I don't like my Mother Earth being treated the way it gets treated sometimes. But it's going to happen because I can't stop it, so what do I do instead? I look for alternative methods, alternative medicines, alternative ways of dealing with what we do. And I got a water system that cleans all these chemicals out, is self-maintaining and all that stuff. And we never get sick here. But that's only one of the keys. One of the keys is water. And people say, well, I don't know. I can't get a water supply because it costs too much money. Well, those same people that I spoke to 15 and 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, it cost too much money, six or $7,000 to have a whole house system. Now they have weird blood cancers and weird tumors and they don't know where they're coming from and they can't understand it and they're spending money like crazy to try to find the answers. A lot more than six or seven thousand dollars. Okay, well that's one of the keys in the first book. One of the second keys is essential oils. Essential oils, oils come from God. Every plant has blood just like we do and that blood is its oil and there are specific ways that you extract that oil in a pure way that maintains its properties and its its frequencies, etc. And so we only use the highest grade of those oils. But every oil, I mean, even Jesus was anointed with oils. They, they've been using oils forever since the inception of time. 
because they know that plants come from God, and God knew what he was doing. He gave us plants so we could heal ourselves and each other. My roommate colleague, sister-in-law, once removed, has uh, been working on a full course, and, and it's basically done on essential oils and reflexology. Do you know what reflexology is? That's another modality that's in the book. We work on the feet. Uh, the feet are a reflection of your whole body. There are every point on your foot points to a system or an organ. And if you get reflexology, it's an on-off thumb-walk kind of thing on your feet. Um, not only does it relax you, but you have the potential of clearing every organ, every system of debris. You stand up, you walk, right? So everything, and with gravity, everything goes to your feet. So you use this modality to clear out all that stuff so that you become more of that light prism that's supposed to be the connection between heaven and earth. Now if you add essential oils to that, essential oils, every plant has its own frequency, that plant or that frequency or that oil will help you to balance whatever system you're working on. So she has done this full course, and I'm going to have her on here sometime next week, I think, to talk about essential oils. They're in the Bible. They're in um, all kinds of things. A lot of people will go to a health food store or online or Amazon or whatever and buy what they think are essential oils. Um, if they're not extracted correctly, they're not therapeutic in nature, they're not pristine, they're not the way they need to be for you to gain the most from them. And some of them can actually be dangerous because if they do it wrong, your essential oil becomes an acidic factor on your body rather than something that's going to help you. Um, the spine is in my book. People don't go to chiropractors because they don't trust them. Yet the spinal nerves connect every organ in our body to each other and to our hearts and minds. Okay, so if your spine is out of alignment, and I'll tell you, you see some of these people walking around, uh, I know that they're out of alignment. Everything's going to shut down eventually, and when it shuts down, your body tries to compensate. When it tries to compensate, it causes other organs to fail or get diseased, get diseased out of balance, and uh, now you're being treated by a doctor, a Western doctor, who's going to give you pills or operations to try to fix what you could have fixed yourself. And then we talk about also in book two, Forget the Cures, Find the Cause, I go from pre-birth to death, all the way through the big circle of life. And what we're doing to our children right now is something that I didn't write about in the book, but I did, I did a little bit because we've broken up the family or the communists have. We've made women go back to work outside the home and that's caused babysitters and other daycare centers, etc., to be in charge of our children. Now we put masks on them so they have no identities and no way to express themselves because they just don't get that. They don't understand what they're looking at or who they're looking at because the other person's masked. Get the masks off our children. Let them play. Let them understand the world by playing in the dirt, picking the flowers and walking through the grass and jumping in the sand and leaping from a uh, swing or whatever they're going to do, climbing the monkey bars, climbing a tree. Let them do these things because it's their world and we're supposed to give them a better world than what we have. I go through that in the book about, you know, when kids first get teeth, what's that all about? Why do they call those two front teeth the eye teeth? Because you're now, at, you get those when you're at a point of learning to walk and you, you have to see where you're going. Not that your teeth do that, but they're connected to your body. They're called eye teeth for a reason. And, um, if your teeth are in trouble, 
if you have crowns or whatever that, are, that have a cracked tooth underneath them, the bacteria infections will cause all kinds of things to happen, including brain cancer and other things. So, you know, not only do you need to go to a dentist, although I do think the dental industry is messed up. I mean, look at what they charge people for what they do. And everybody's getting dentures now. My friend that passed away about a month ago had uh, bad teeth. And so she went to a dentist. He pulled all the teeth, busted four of them, left the bone in there, or the root bone. And that caused all kinds of problems, and she's dead. Um, she got toxic. I mean, she did have, you know, Lyme bites or whatever, uh, tick bites that cause Lyme disease, maybe. But, she, but, you know, she was sick for a very long time and lost a lot of weight. And everybody said, cancer, cancer, cancer. Well, what's cancer? Cancer is in our bodies. We have all the cancer markers. 90% of us, I would say, have them. But we don't get to the point where our body needs to use them. When something breaks down so badly and we're not paying attention, those cancer cells say, uh-oh we got to do something because otherwise otherwise, the, the, all the cells need us. We have to do something. So they proliferate everywhere, and now you have cancer. And the cancer eventually chokes off everything else and, and kills you. But we talk about all those things in both those books. What does they have to do with politics? Think about what's going on. They have our children under their control. They took them out of school so that the government is trying to be more in charge of what you do with your children. And when they allow them to go back, it's the government who tells the teachers and us, how we're supposed to uh, teach them and what they're supposed to learn. So they're doing uh, this race stuff, this critical race stuff that they're teaching kids on the agendas all over the place. And who do kids have to look up to as role models? Young girls, okay? They're reaching puberty. Their mothers are out at work all the time trying to make a living or at least allow for food to be on the table. And uh, the fathers are out working or aren't there so they their role models are teachers and the teachers these days are not like the teachers i used to have my teachers never were absorbed in their little iphones or slapping kids around or using racial slurs or any of those things my teachers were good teachers and i'm very grateful for who they were but that's who our kids have as role models you have a, a little boy 8 10 12 years old where's his dad so many fatherless homes and if he does have a dad, a lot of the dads are drunks, drug users. They're constantly smoking pot. They're not there. And so these kids have to look at other men. Who do they see? LeBron James. Who do they see? They see people on the Internet, in movies, or in sports. Men who are kneeling when the flag is flown for the anthem. Men who are making millions of dollars by attacking each other on a field who have no respect for the country that they live in. And that's their role models. So then we see these kids. They turn into 15, 18, 19-year-olds, whatever. They've been depressed for years. Some of them commit suicide. They go out there and tell others that they're going to commit suicide or that they should. They help others use drugs. They kill each other with guns because they're trying to fight for an identity, for a place in this world. They're trying to be worthy instead of worthless which society is telling them that they are. And so we have gangs, because that way you at least have camaraderie. You have siblings, they think, who talk to them and act like them and think like them. And, uh, and, and, and that's, then they go out and go after the little girls who have no self-esteem whatsoever. 
who think that the only way you can be happy in this world is if you sleep with boys and have babies or abortions. Ay, 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 ay. Look what we've done. This is the Fabian Socialist and the Democratic Socialist, the Democrats, the, the Socialists, and then the Communist Party. That's the evolution of all of this. This is what they think about children, especially little girls. You remember what China used to do, and probably still does, I don't even know. If you had a girl and you had a boy, you save the boy, throw away the girl. Because the boys can be part of the army. They're, more, uh, they're, they're worth more because they can fight for the Communist Republic. They can do all those kinds of things. And they can be workers, but girls are weak. And all they can do is have babies. And you can have babies with anybody. You just go out there and screw anybody you want, let her have a baby, then kill her. And if the girl has a baby girl, then kill them both. That's the Communist Party. And this is what this is being pushed on our society. The water that we have. Who owns the water now? Do you remember Obama's little water bazaars selling the Great Lakes, selling anything they can, and allowing China to buy them? All China has to do is turn on a switch, and a whole cluster bunch of disease is going to happen in Buffalo or Miami or Denver or Minnesota or wherever. And you can kill off a lot of people that way if they also get sick. Now, why would one want them sick? Because Big Pharma wants to make a lot of money. And what do Western people do? They run to the doctors and they run to the pharmacies. So they get pills. I want something really quick to, to fix this. It's like running for the vaccinations, isn't it? They scared you to death. They scared you. So you run to get the vaccination. And I have, I've seen and I've talked to consul people who got the first vaccination and haven't recovered since, and they got it four or five months ago. Um, can't turn their heads. They have constant headaches. They, they can't see straight. There's all kinds of things going on with them, and that's just the beginning. But this is what people do. They, they succumb to fear. And rush to pharmacies to get pills, rush to doctors to get pills or, or operations, because that's the only thing doctors were really trained in. And now we get put a mask on because you might get infected if you don't. And you yell at people who don't have a mask, and it turns out Fauci lied about all of this. And this was all planned. It was a pandemic, not a pandemic. And uh, run to get your vaccinations because you're f afraid. You're afraid because they made you afraid, and you let them. And I don't want the kids to have that. So, you know, now we're putting masks on kids and making them afraid. They see another kid without a mask and they think, oh, my God, I'm going to die. They don't know what death is. They have no idea. But they're being told it's horrible. So, you know, put the mask on and, and hide yourself. And what that does mentally to these children and to adults, but especially for me, I just worry about the children. What it does to them is they have no identity. They have no self-esteem. They have no understanding of their worth in the world as an individual. They can't function correctly because they're afraid. Nobody can live in fear and function. They can't. That's not how we were built. So that's what this has to do with politics. I, you know, we have to change this. We have to stop it. It's finally coming out, but it's coming out so slowly, and so many are being affected. For, and this isn't going to go away. As soon as you take the mask off, everybody isn't going to be better. Yes, it feels better. We've seen people gathering at places now who are smiling at each other and a smile what is that worth how many kids can't smile or see a smile because they have a mask on how many of you are wearing a mask and you can't smile and you can't see a smile because you won't let the other person take theirs off yeah you can smile with your eyes but it's not the same is it when all those muscles in your face and huh, 
There's quite a few of them. When all those muscles work to cause a smile, what does that do to your energy? It changes everything. It's like a, it's like a sunflower smiling at you. It's like when you see a rainbow. It's like when you feel a fresh rain or when you hear a bird, a bluebird singing, whatever. It makes you smile inside your heart and your soul. And that smile is important. Without it, we can't feel love right. I mean, we don't feel the things that we need to feel. And love love can go away because of that. It gets put into the darkness. And you have to search then to find love. Not, not a lover for you teenagers who listen to me. That's not what I'm talking about. You have to be love. I am in love with love. And you have to become love. Love yourself. Not in a narcissistic way, but in a very, very reverent way. I love who I am. I love what I do. I don't care that I don't look like anybody else. I don't care that I look different from everybody else. I love me. And I want you to love me. But if you don't, that's okay. As long as I love me first. And I always tell them, ask two questions before you do or say anything. Am I coming from love or fear? When I say something to you, am I doing it from love or fear? When I do this podcast, I'm doing it from love, not from fear. If I can say that I'm coming from love, then I ask the second question. Is what I'm doing, saying, or whatever, in the best interest of everyone, including me? Can't just succumb to everyone else and just be the doer and go take care of everybody and all those things. It has to be good for you, too. Otherwise, you start to resent that person. You resent what you're doing. You don't like your job. You don't want to go. You don't want to get up. You don't want to do anything because it wasn't for you too. And we used to have that ethic. We used to have that work ethic. I love my job. I love the people at my work. I might not get along with all of them. I love what I'm doing. I know that what I'm doing is worthwhile. I know I'm going to get paid for it, so I am worthy of that. And that makes me the person I am today. And it makes me want to be a better person, which is what God intended for the whole world. Become who you're supposed to be. Be born, be raised, learn your, your uh, limits, learn your qualities, learn your limitations, learn the Ten Commandments, and become a better person every time you wake up. Smile in the mirror. Tell that person you love them. It's the only person that's going to be with you from beginning to end, and you don't want to hurt them. So again, back to the teenagers and the gang members, and I do have people like that who listen to me. Uh, why do you want to hurt that best friend in the mirror? That's your best friend. Why would you want to jab them? Why would you want to inject them with drugs? Why do you want to cover them with tattoos? What are you trying to hide? Why do you want to drink? Why do you want to use pot? Why do you need to use other drugs to, to hide the identity of that person in the mirror? You should be getting up every morning, looking in the mirror at that person saying, I love you. I love you. I won't let anyone hurt you, including me. I will never let anyone hurt you, including me. And move on from there so that you can love others and stop the violence, stop the hate, stop the self-hate, stop the suicides. And then go after these big pharmas and tech companies and everybody else who's trying to destroy you and do it in a good way, a strong way that eliminates them, puts them where they belong, lets them, lets, let God judge them or whatever, but allows you then to give to society in a way that makes this world a better place to be. Not just for you and not just for me. For the kids, for seven generations from now, am I doing or saying is what I'm doing or what I'm saying in the best interest of everyone, including me? And am I coming from love or from fear? Am I afraid that people aren't going to like me, that they're going to chastise me, that they're going to judge me, 
that they won't give me money, that they won't hire me, that they won't let me live there, that they'll leave me alone, that they'll abandon me. What am I afraid of? Overcome the fear. And the only way to do that is with love and start with the person in the mirror. Drink good water. Find essential oils. Use the, the plants that God has given us. Don't use all this artificial stuff. Make sure that you have a spine and that it's aligned. And then do things like walk, breathe, eat correctly. Use the modalities like reflexology or massage or shiatsu or, or acupuncture. Use vitamins and, and supplements because the plants that we have these days, especially if they're from Bill Gates, don't have any of the nutritious value they're supposed to have. Just, you know, look at Forget the Cures, Find the Cause book one. I'm not telling you to buy it because I make a lot of money. I don't. I make about 38 cents a copy. But you should have it on hand. And then go read book two and see what you've been putting on you and in you for years. And then change it because you love yourself enough to change it. Go to earthwalk-usa.net. Share these podcasts. Quit being selfish. It's not hard. You can find the share button. Share them. Otherwise, you're just being selfish, and that's from fear. Okay? God bless the USA.